Josh's Late to the Party rewatch of the modern cult classic and Disney Channel original cartoon Gravity Falls, the only show where the creator makes an animated version of himself in each episode, and also is the award-winning cartoon show created by Alex Hirsch, starring a lovable cast of characters and their encounters with the wild, wacky, and weird supernatural creatures of Gravity Falls. So did anyone else notice the, um, my fun fact? Yeah, what? Is that, is that real? Yeah, yeah, I, I investigated slightly while uh, I was sitting here. But what about the episodes that Seuss isn't in? Oh. Oh, ouch, that's a little, wow. that's a little harsh. So wait, does he actually have, like, an animated representation of himself just randomly in, uh... No, it's actually, it's not nearly as cool as that. Oh, okay. Um, do you know in the end credits with the pho- the Polaroids? Oh, I remember this yeah. now. Yeah, he's yeah, in one he's, of the Polaroids. Yeah, he's in one of the Polaroids, like, kind of backward, back, about... Blech. Back behind a couple other Polaroids, where you just see like a corner of them. Yeah, oh. yeah. So he's a pterodactyl. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's yes, he's, not a ter- fair. he's actually the pterodactyl. Yeah. Nice. If the we're counting pterodactyl. that, if we're counting that, then Matt Groening is in every episode of The Simpsons. How? Because of the MG? Huh? He's he's one of the people in the theater at the end. Of the, oh, the, is he? Oh, interesting. Yeah, the outline of his head. Oh, interesting. Well, I might have just made that up. It's possible. I don't know. Prove me wrong. Listen, you can't. Yeah, I, I'm way more interested in, in like you know hearing a story than I am like you know eh, it could be real whatever it's 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 cool factoid regardless. Agree to disagree. Let's continue. <laughs> Let's continue. So we are uh, watching episodes 16 through 20, and we are wrapping up with season one this week. So we're gonna do what we've been doing lately, in which we do our overall feelings. We talk about monster or monster problem of the week. Look a little bit into the uh, B plot, and then go over some of the secret trivia that we see at the end of each episode. So, episode 16, Carpet Diem. Oh, that's the one where they find the magic room. I love this episode. This was fun. This is a body swap episode. That's classic. Multiple body swap episode. Mm-hmm. So. It, yeah, I feel like the episode really comes together at the end when when finally everyone's switching bodies. So, it's a... Uh, like, then it's a party. <laughs> I feel like a lot of the humor uh, in the episode revolves around Dipper and Mabel fighting over Stan's first approval and then disapproval. And you got to say, the disapproval stuff is a whole lot more funny. Hey, look, I made you a rock sandwich. <laughs> I yeah. like when he, like, takes Dipper away and it's actually Mabel like, hey, I'm going to have the birds and the bees conversation. With oh, you. It's like, the, wow, <laughs> this is uh, awful because it's awkward even... Even being a boy in that situation, it's profoundly awkward. I like no- finding out that uh, Dipper has a body odor issue. It doesn't wash his clothes. It doesn't feel very Dipper-like, but, but it's, yeah, it feels very... Oh, it's, it's why he's it's, always wearing the same thing. It's oh. Dipper-like. Yeah. Oh, is he? It's oh. 13-year-old boy-like. No, all right, don't be... Uh, <laughs> That's Jason war- Waterfalls. Yeah, don't be sexist is probably the better way of phrasing that. No, I'm going to say it. No, <laughs> don't be chasing waterfalls. I don't know what that song means. Uh, but yeah, it's it was a fun episode. It's a neat little mechanic with the static shock carpet and more mysteriousness from the mystery shack. I don't... Somebody built that. There's yet, so much mystery in this room. Yet again, Whose another, experiment was that? Yeah. Yet again, another secret room in the mystery shack, like the one we found with all the uh, wax figures in it. Like the sand just kind of forgets about. Oh yeah, I forgot about those. I, got, I mean, stole yeah, those. I did. Get, I did get the impression that, Stan, like with the with the wax figures, he just painted over. He just wallpapered over the room. Did Stan steal a TARDIS? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, because like, the, the, the shack this, seems to have you know, way more rooms in it than, I, uh, than it should. Uh, I will as say. a person I think who we lives in an old house, I think you could say, yeah. There's a lot of times you're like, what does this floor even do? What does this level do? 
It's home for raccoons and disappointment is what it does. The, the attic? Are you talking about the attic? Sure, attics. Okay. Yeah, they mostly stay in the attics. So this is odd for me as it's one of the monster problem of the week is them just not really even the body swapping as much as them just trying to deal with them, deal with each other, being living with one another. And um, this was the first time I think I noticed, man, Mabel's kind of being a jerk. Like... Dipper has some annoying tendencies from, like, living with another person, but Mabel just kind of has, like, a bunch of her friends over and, like, kind of makes a mess of everything. And Mabel really was seem, the real monster. And doesn't really seem sorry about it. And I'm like, man, that's weird. I mean, like, I'm starting to notice that, that she just does that. And I'm like, why? That's mean. I don't know. I, there's, uh, I think this is fairly typical kid yeah. stuff, sibling yeah. stuff. I, I agree. She was not in the right. Uh, but I don't know if Dipper was... Either no. they both seem yeah. to like uh, unwilling to let each other go, which is weird because it resolves yeah, with them staying a, together. On a basic level, I mean, there's nothing wrong with <clears throat> Mabel wanting to have her friends over for sleepovers. Yeah. yeah, but she's clearly not being respectful of Dipper's feelings, and and in fact, they're sharing a living space. Which I mean, to be also fair, Dipper isn't very forthcoming. With his feelings, no, it's not like he share. He 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 just kind of blows up instead of sharing his feelings and concerns. Yeah, because it takes the whole episode, the, everyone body swapping until finally he's like, "Oh well, I just you know you're hanging out with your friends and I feel left out." And it's like, "Wow, buddy," I mean, like, and she's like, "You could have just told me about it. I would have like, oh, I don't want to leave you behind." Like, I mean, it's very sweet actually. Now, but did Dipper stop clicking its pen? Uh, maybe because like deal breaker if he doesn't. I really like that the, they establish <laughs> he has some deeply annoying habits. Ooh, yeah. Uh, I don't know who? though. <laughs> I don't know if they really amount to equal to her, uh, Mabel's out of control slumber parties. No, maybe not. But then like, again, it, it it's also not feels like he, realer. It's not like he jumps her and and gives her a makeover in the middle of the night. Do they do that? No, to, they don't. They but don't he do does that to he does that to her technically. No, they did at the beginning, didn't they? No, that was only that was only at the end. They they He's randomly just threatened. Excluded. They He's randomly just excluded. In the yeah, he, they randomly threatened to, but he was like, no, and they were oh, okay. Like, eh, right. That's when they he was like, him, I'm leaving, though. and he slept with the wolves, and he's like, this is still better. But the B plot's pretty good in this episode uh, with Seuss uh, switching. Yes, yeah, Seuss switching yeah. the models. Oh, I was, that's such a strange. It's so strange. I was going to say, as someone who, <laughs> as a single person who shares roughly the same uh, body type and social skills as Seuss, I, I was very disheartened by the fact that uh, when he switched bodies with the pig, <laughs> the pig was much more uh, charismatic. I, I was going to say successful with the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> well, he just didn't talk. That's. Yeah, that's, yeah exactly. that, that is that's the lesson the, I think we should hold That is the learn. key. Don't say <laughs> Don't anything. Speak. Just stare. Just stare, and then they'll follow you. I can the say forest. that doesn't that doesn't no. work. No, we we are Typically, giving bad advice. I was like, <laughs> Don't, ju- Don't, Don't just take my advice. Just walk away. Walk away. Walk away walk and don't away. engage. <laughs> That's how you attract women. Walk away and don't engage. I've been doing that my entire life. Uh, oh, I don't know. I think there's more of the staring than the walk away and don't engage. <laughs> Have you ever uh, just wandered occasion. into the woods and, and offered through silence to help someone find their car? Who was that woman? I really want to know she her backstory. She lost her car? Didn't she lose her car? No, Something no, no. happened. She, she needed she directions. She directions. She didn't yeah. say to where. He was go- and she decided that he was going. He had offered to uh, show her. He was, uh, he was going to walk her there himself. She wanted to go yet. I have to say, the better part of all of that was uh, Stan coming down and being like, look, and Seuss, uh, 
you know, times are tough and I'm going to have to cut your pay. And he just stares and makes angry piggy noises because Waddles doesn't really like Stan all that much. And he's like, all right, you deep Never mind. You keep keep. Oh, oh, oh. He gives him a raise. I, I like that reaction, but I like Wendy's a lot more. Of just the like walking in and being like, "All right, all I'm right, out. I'm in." <laughs> what was he doing? He was eating the uh, shirt. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought he. When was he eating the tissues? That was. Oh just, no, that was, was he was like, eating tissues. Stan didn't really care much. He was like, "Hey, whatever." But Wendy was just immediately like, "I'm out. I don't know what's yeah. going on, but I want to be a part of it." Once again, Wendy proves herself to be the level-headed one. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and again, you know, Waddles usually proves to be the most entertaining character in the show. And I loved um, the return of McGucket in this uh, uh, as him just like, oh, no, I'm actually a man in a pig's body. That's what they all say. <laughs> <laughs> Hard return to McGucket in these episodes. Yeah. Uh, he's now a regular. Yeah, he's which in a lot. I could almost want to say I could have done without, but it eventually pays off. <laughs> It literally pays off. His giant robot making pays Everything off. Everything about him pays off. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, just be like, like I love how they actually do call him an old prospector dude at some point, which was like, oh yeah, thank you. Someone acknowledges that's what he is, <laughs> even though there's nothing to prospect here. So there's one other thing I wanted to bring up about this episode that I definitely did not notice this the first time I watched it. But when they first discover that room, you see Stan go in and he just picks up a pair of glasses. And like, yeah. I did notice it. I noticed Sneakily, that. like, he just pu- pulls them aside and just keeps them to himself. And then later on in the episode, you see him sitting on his chair and he's just kind of like looking at him. I didn't notice that. Yeah, yeah. it's when it's when because <clears throat> normally in the se- couple scenes before he was like, yeah, fight, fight, fight on the TV. Also, really funny. Where there's all like oh, that the baby, baby fights. All the TV shows on Gravity Falls are amazing. Yeah. I'd watch any of them. Yeah. Duck Detective is yeah. what the name of the show is. Yeah. Duck Don't they end up like watching the season finale in one of the episodes? Of uh, Duck Detective, they do yeah. at yeah. some point. Yeah. yeah, I think it's next season. We're not there yet. Yeah, yeah but it's uh, but that's great. Of him just kind of like you know quietly sort of like looking over the and uh, like pawning the glass. Uh, not pawning, just uh, you know going over the glasses. Uh, it's a good quiet scene. For different him, shape yeah. from his, right? Uh, vaguely, I think. Okay. I don't remember. All right, anyway, favorite moments? Uh, <laughs> mini golf with the glass eyes and never even mentioning that. Yeah. That's weird. And ow, my head. Yeah, that was fun. Why am I out here? <laughs> Why am I even out here at night? Um, just the like the whole thing with Seuss and the woman was great. And just the last thing, like, hey, uh, can we, like, I'm playing catch up here. I've been a pig for the past couple of hours. Like, That's what we, they all say. Can, can, we, can we go back to kissing? I was into that. <laughs> Uh, just the combination of you know my two favorite characters, you know Waddles and Seuss, is, yeah. is what makes this episode for me. And I was a big fan of Mabel's nightgown that had the save icon on it slash floppy disk. Oh, nice! <laughs> yeah, she got some know. great clothes. I yeah, would buy really so does. many of her clothes. Yeah. All right. So moving on to our secret trivia, there are actually two in this episode. Um, we're starting to get more. Uh, the first one is puberty is the greatest secret of all. Also, go outside and make friends. and Which is true. Dipper should go outside and make friends, and then maybe you wouldn't be always mad at Mabel for having her friends over. Or going through puberty. Yeah, or yeah. that. So, And then also, but who stole the capers? All right, so episode 17 is Boys Crazy. Oh, this is another one where I was kind of like, man, Mabel's kind of a jerk. <laughs> I love this. So this is going to be weird. It feel, I don't know if we know this, if the storyboarder came from fairly odd parents, because there's something about the character design of the boy bands 
which was infrequently. What was the name of that band? Oh, it's, it was uh, occasionally something ridiculous. Seven something. It was like yeah, but like there's something about the design of that boy band that makes me feel like it was straight several out of, times. That was it. Out of um of fair, fairly odd parents. There's just the big the way their eyes are. The, it was just something completely ridiculous. And I am here for all the digging into early or late 90s, early 2000s slang that does not make sense anymore. <laughs> uh, fun fact about this episode. I don't know if you guys looked it up. Lance Bass of NSYNC fame voiced all of the uh, several times, guys. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah, it does. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. So, yeah. God really bless good. that, man. <laughs> I mean, everything about these guys, though, in this episode just makes it for me. Like, especially when she hands them the glass of water and they can't drink from it. They're like, what do we do with this? Mm. And, like, it's, like, one of, like, the, the super gifts, I think, that was going around for a while with, like, all of them just trying the different ways to drink it. I, I don't know. I, I kind of love everything about it. Like, I love everything about, like, the, the boy band stuff. I, I just think it's hysterical. Everything about them is just genuinely funny. And it's not, like... A, uh, uh, directly associated with Gravity Falls in any way. Oddly enough, this is one of the episodes that's not like a weird thing associated just with Gravity Falls. It's like something that just kind of yeah, comes the, into the town. The band and... doesn't even like it didn't originate. Like the the band leader wasn't from Gravity Falls that I can recall. No, no uh, they were just on tour. So it's just a world that's very weird. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it, there was a lot of fun things. But I don't I don't know what the monster problem of the week Mabel. was. Mabel. What about me? She was gonna keep them. She was she was having a villain turn. It wasn't the scientist turn. who was you know cloning uh, them. No, no. They just, he was they, immediately. He got arrested. And easily dispatched. Yeah, yeah. He, got a, he got arrested <laughs> for not having his license plate. Uh, but the goat ate it. But the goat ate it. Mm, yeah, uh, yeah. I guess. I mean, uh, who? What was the B plot then? Oh, the B plot was the Robbie and uh, Dipper stuff. Oh, the mind control oh, stuff with the music? See, yeah. I almost yeah. feel like that was the A plot and the, the B plot was the boy <laughs> band. Uh, because the boy band was, like again, the villain was com- immediately dispatched because of a, for a driving violation. Uh, and then, you know, Mabel just learns how to be nice and that's it. But uh, I, I think, you know, Dipper being kind of a creep, although a well-meaning creep, was pretty important. Like, he he is way obsessed with Wendy. I don't know if he's wrong in this. Well, he, it, He's not to a fault. I was going to say, like, is, isn't... You know, your villain becomes, like, the power corrupting, because, like, how does he do the the hypnotic song again? Isn't it, like, from the book? Or uh, was it? No, no, no. The, the, Robbie? No, yeah. Robbie apparently just rips off another yeah, artist's Robbie's music that happens, a to, happens to have a subliminal uh, message in there, if you believe him. And I think that, that tracks pretty well. Yeah. Uh, I love the entire sequence of how they try to play a CD on a Victrola. Yeah. And they're like, I'm doing something wrong, and I can't figure out what. <laughs> uh, but, I don't, I, yeah, I just think that... I don't know. Dipper isn't wrong. He was he was kind of right. Robbie is a scumbag. He Dip- was just a scumbag in a way that he didn't think. Dipper's doing the right thing for the wrong reasons. That's, That's it. it. There you go. Yeah. That's definitely true. Because immediately when it's over, it's like, hey, we were thinking you want to go bowling. She's like, really? Right now? Really? That's, like, if you hadn't said yep. anything, I would have just walked away. We would have hung out t- tomorrow or whatever. But, like, well, really? Uh, what the heck? You know? See, to me, that was we- kind of weird. That Because it's not like Dipper was really coming on to her on that one. That was yeah, but she knows better. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. I think we we like the 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 conceit is that we know just like you said, Pete. Yeah, we know he his main motivation for trying to uh, 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 
undo Robbie was because he likes Wendy. Yeah. So he's doing it for the wrong reason. And that wasn't just an innocent, hey, I'll take you out because I know this is very stressful. This was him trying to make his move. Shoot his shot, as the kids today say. And he shot it right in his foot. Right. I guess I just don't give, uh, I just don't give Wendy enough credit for being clever enough to realize that. Shots fired against Wendy. I don't get for that. Yeah, I mean, I think in this, I think she can tell to a certain extent, and especially in this episode, it seems to come off like she's very, she very, because again, she's like really right now. Yeah, like it's one of those moments. Where like, I think I can get like why she would be upset in that moment. It's like, come on, man. I mean, it, it's definitely narrative foo where like she doesn't realize this thirteen-year-old, twelve-year-old, twelve uh, is hitting on her or, or crushing on her uh, for most of the series, but that one moment she does realize it. But it's it's yeah. not it's splitting hairs for me. I get it. I get what what's happening here. Yeah. We're we're seeing Dipper learning how to be a real friend, and what, not a jerk. Yeah, and, and we do see him mature in the episode because he does seem star like man. I he really owns I, it. yeah yeah. And I do like that him and Stan get a lot of good bonding moments in this episode too. Yeah, I agree. like it's because they rarely get them oddly enough in the series. And it was a good uh, good good amount of stuff. And well, he pr- it's probably because Stan doesn't like him. <laughs> yeah, Stan hates Dipper. I can't yeah. wait so much. I can't wait till we get to our favorite parts because my favorite part is about the arguable A plot, B plot, the boy bands. The dialogue is amazing. It is, and specifically, I actually had to write it down. There's so many good lines. Oh, I have so many great quotes from all of these episodes we're talking about today. But my. I, my favorite was, yo, dog, who is this big, round, bright fool? Talking about the sun. <laughs> and then tries to stare down the sun. I'm like, that's just brilliant. I love it. I'm going to challenge you to a it. staring contest. Oh. Such a good, such a good thing. Anybody and then the one guy one? makes out with the tree. He's like, I don't know what I it is. I want to kiss a tree. <laughs> yeah, babe. <laughs> yep. Oh, God. Like, it's... And I do like that we get some dynamic with Mabel and, you know, her friends. Like, there's a little bit more characterization than what we had in the... Like, I just think they're fun. They're good. Candy's, like, kind of hyper in her own way. Like, a, a very calm hyper, which is very strange. Especially what happened last episode, where she's immediately like, Oh, I want to switch bodies! <laughs> that sounds fun! Mm. Um, they were the voice of reason in this episode. Yeah. However, I'm very upset that Brenda's... Uh, Lizard has not shown up in more episodes that much. You're right. Yeah. You start a yeah. letter writing yeah. campaign? Yeah, I should. More Lizard, less Brenda. I did enjoy their, um, oh no, they're aggressively dancing at us <laughs> fear. <laughs> Again, I, just because I feel like Mabel kind of takes a very dark turn in this episode. How do we feel about that? <gasps> I just realized the twins are both dealing with obsession. Uh-huh. Romantic yeah. obsession, uh-huh. right? Yeah. The desire to own the narrative here. Puberty's or, terrible. Yeah, wow, that really she is said, the like Every guy that she's been involved with has left this summer. Like, let me keep them. Let me just have them. I'll dig that this is probably one of the earliest nods to continuity. There's always continuity. I mean, the S has to come back on Mystery Shack. I get it. But so far, like, I'm not quite sure why this show is, like, the mystery show everybody has been pitching it as. So, at least this gives us a little continuity where, uh, you know, uh, Mabel is aware that she has a bad history with men this summer. But now she has more men than she ever lost in the summer. Indeed. Actual That's great. Men, so she can, if she loses one, she still has four left. And so she like, loses all five. So how do we, also, how do we feel about them, like, being let go? Because like, I love how Kenny's like, they're not going to last a week. I'm like, do they yeah, last why didn't they take them to, like, town? Uh, so at least she taught them how to drink want, water. They wanted to experience the the outdoors. They want to live in the wilderness and dance a deer, I guess. I mean, are clones adults or are they children, depending on how old they... It's impossible to say. Yeah, we don't know. 
Well, like we just know that one they didn't know what the sun yeah. was. I can't remember if they pop back up. I feel like they don't. I, I hope they do though. I, I, in this rewatch, <laughs> I want them to come back and just kind of like at least still be. I just want to see their bones in the forest. Oh, oh no! no. How, how how many other people kept hearing the uh, the party posse music from The Simpsons every oh, time vaguely. they'd show up? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a whole there was a whole uh, actually not period in, of uh, rallying against boy bands at this time. Actually, not do, not so much hearing it during that, but now thinking back on it, mm. every time I'm trying to listen to conjure up the the music they sang, I'm just hearing that. Bam, 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 it's all the same. Bam, bam. Actually, that was in sync. That was the uh, the music that in sync played when they showed up oh. in the party posse episode. I have a favorite quote of sorts which we see in a few more episodes as well stan saying similar things all the time which is uh you know bury gold you've been buying gold right yeah so, yeah which <laughs> I bury just, your gold bury yeah. your gold what do you mean you don't have any gold yeah i love i love that <laughs> buying gold is a thing that gets referenced a lot on the show yeah all right, if we don't have any other favorite moments i'll move on to secret trivia and we only actually have one now which is happy now ariel uh, is that a reference to something? I don't know. This is what I I, I couldn't figure it out. I was didn't have enough time. Ariel, somebody was that one of the characters in the? Uh, was that one of the dancers? I don't. I don't, no. I don't know. It's not so, any of the names of the. Someone called James. Yeah. No, I'm looking it up. No, on we don't internet. need James. Oh, I am James. Uh, Ariel call me. Hirsch. It could be. Oh. oh. All right. I, oh, she is. Uh, she's one of Pacifica's friends. I, I'm, I'm guessing she is. She is his sister, his twin sister. What the fuck? Wait, you didn't know that Alex Hirsch had a twin sister? No. This whole series is based off him and his twin sister's like, fat like childhood. I had, wait a minute. How <laughs> much is it based like, off? Of they it? went. They had like their stuff. grandfather was very much similar to Stan oh, in ways, wow. and like they spent the summers. And with they him. did get attacked by several. Creatures. And she almost and... married a bunch of gnomes. Oh, nice. All right then. Uh, yeah, so I guess it's a, a nod to his sister. Yeah. So maybe she, she maybe wanted. she was and whining so that you, she wasn't in any of the credits. So you know, the cryptogram at the end of Boy Crazy mentions her happy now, Ariel. In response to this, Ariel made a post on Tumblr stating that she was. Oh, good. I'm glad she's huh. happy. All right. Episode 18, Land Before Swine. Love this episode This is a good episode. So this was amazing. I just love that the title is a double pun. Yeah, it's it, this is the first time while watching I wanted to immediately post onto social social media some of the lines from the show. Uh, and I actually think they're genuinely amazing, but I'll wait until our favorite moments to okay. share. <laughs> so the whole plot of this is revolving around Mabel needs to get what is it called? The like jumper to hold waddles. It's in? a pachoose. Yeah. What a what? I don't know what that word is either. I think it's a, a, a swaddling <laughs> thing for like, babies. Yeah, yeah. but it works for pigs. It works, it works for, for pigs. pigs. So she goes, Liverpool. which it's like it's very much an infomercial on TV. But she just goes down to town and buys it. Yeah, but she tells probably at the as seen on TV store. I guess it must have one of those in Gravity Falls. She I pretty, would assume. But she's fighting with Stan in the beginning. Like, don't put waddles outside. He could get eaten. He could get eaten. And then he puts waddles outside. And guess what happens? He gets taken by he a predator. He gets taken by a pterodactyl. Yep. What do you As have? happens. So, and then we see our B-plot, which is Seuss and Dipper being all like, let's get pictures of the monster, and Seuss messing everything up all the time. Silly Seuss. Oh, Seuss. I'm glad we addressed this a little bit, because, like, 
He's just accident prone. He is. And like I like that he's like, listen, I'm very clumsy and I know it's not as charming as, as I think it is all the time. But like I like that we own it at this point in the show. That like somebody brings it up and finally says, like, man, come on, like this is just not helpful. <laughs> and it it does get to some semblance of resolution. Like he like he owns it. He says, like, yeah, you're right. Now, like, I gotta I gotta make I can't improve, but I gotta at least be acknowledging the fact that I mess up and I I you have every right to be pissed at me. Yeah, Al, I, wait a I, minute. I love the animation Al, style. I, the, the animation style of this entire... Like, this episode, the next few episodes, ratchet up. I'm used to a lot of adult cartoons, meaning, like, cartoons that go on primetime. They're, they're kind of like this Flash animation-based kind of thing. I'm not, I, don't, I don't know the words for it, but, yeah. like, it, it feels like you've got a character map, a mold, that they just sort of move around the screen. Which is fine. It, it, you could tell fun stories with that, but this is old school two D animation and beautiful. Like the sweeping vistas, the uh, the the dinosaurs trapped in amber. The whole thing. It looked amazing. The amber is actually pretty funny. It leads to a lot of good moments. I think where like especially like with the high fives and then like yeah, Stan getting his uh, hand stuck on Mabel's face, and the, again the return of McGucket. Who comes back, you know, as a more prominent character in this episode. And sadly dies. But not really. But no, he doesn't. <laughs> he's, uh, he's like, immortal somehow. For whatever reason. Mind if I come with you and tell... Uh, what was it? Come I, with you and tell you some more. In, inappropriately, per, inappropriately personal stories? <laughs> uh, no, don't come. And then he's ah, there anyway. anyway. <laughs> And you know what? Maybe the rope wouldn't have broken if there weren't so many people. Yeah. Nah, damn it, McGuckin. He ate his way out of a pterodactyl? He yes. Did. Yeah. So he killed that baby pterodactyl? Uh, from what we understand, yes. Yes. No, that's a shame. <laughs> but oh well. I just ate a dude. He got his lucky magic spoons back. <laughs> yep. Uh, but I also think this is a... So I guess our monster problem of the week is essentially just Stan being selfish or like being uncaring of... Uh, Mabel's cons- Mabel's a pet, I guess, or like not being concerned with Waddles. Yeah, I feel like the 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 monster problem of the week is just disagreements between the characters because we see the the same type of disagreement between Mabel and Stan, and we see a similar one between Zeus and um, Dipper, in which they don't want to tell the truth, in which Dipper doesn't want to tell Zeus the truth about how he feels, and then Stan doesn't want to tell the truth that he put Waddles outside, but. Then he starts feeling guilty, yeah. and then Dipper starts feeling guilty, and then the truth comes out, and then everyone's fine. Mm. No, no, it's not actually. When the truth comes out, everyone's at each other's throats. But they they, they fix it. But they, they they fix it. But it takes work and effort beyond but that. Maybe like, the honesty they doesn't fix everything. They never should have lied in the first place. Like, yeah, if if they had told the truth in the beginning, things wouldn't have gotten so out of hand. Yeah. But I do feel that the pterodactyl is a pretty big problem too. Yeah, yeah. I'm shocked that none of the other um. Dinosaurs melted out of the sap. So we did see that little wiggle. Of the T-Rex. The yeah. T-Rex was getting out a little bit. So do we have any favorite moments out of this one? Frank does. I do. Uh, the, the the phrase that I believe with all my heart now. The phrase Rose before dinos. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. it. It's perfect. And fits into so many different scenarios. I'm really a big fan of uh, Stan punching the, the pterodactyl in the face. A lot. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. To direct it. He, he made a... true to his lies. Yeah, like they're all looking up at him like, oh, like, he just punched it in the face. 
Yeah, that's like top five favorite moment in the series for me. That's mm. just... Oh, it's so good. I love all the commercials. I oh, mean, this yeah. is another great yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, very Rick and Morty, not only just because of the, uh, the voiceover, but the absurdity. It works for pigs. I know what you're thinking. It works for pigs. <laughs> Why? I guess. I oh, guess that yeah. was necessary. My favorite infomercial was, are your arms jealous of your legs? Get arm pants. They're pants for your arms. <laughs> So it's, it goes in well with the TV, you know, yeah. Yeah. The, the TV shows, the commercials. Oh, are all great. I would watch all of this stuff, but it's like very much, you know, points towards the whole like Billy Mays type yeah. of commercial. Man, like we, we, we were talking about how badly we would want to watch Duck Detective. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Uh, you have your characters fight a dinosaur. How does that how does that go wrong? How could it go wrong? Literally. Like I, it, they literally... Uh, fought the dinosaur at one point too i cite every movie with the word jurassic in the title literally (laughs) as an example of what could go wrong if your main character fights a dinosaur (laughs) what was what was stan's idea they was like sap park or like jurassic jurassic sap land or sap world for the, it was horrible. Uh, yeah i i mean i we don't forget how you defeat uh 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 the, what is that bird dinosaur called pterodactyl. again? Pterodactyl. Is you have to stay uh, between its eyes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Good old Seuss. He just knows things. Every once in a while, his wisdom is great. All right. So we have two secret trivias from this, or the crypto cryptograms from this. The first one is throughout the episode, there's a, uh, markings that it just spells out lies in some somewhere mm. in the show. And then the one at the end of the episode is, but it works for pigs. It does. <laughs> and it did. And it did. Yeah. It worked really well. So Waddles is a very well-behaved pig. Uh, and Waddles is just, I would go fight a pterodactyl. Oh, Waddles. also Waddles is much smaller than he should be. Really? Oh, yes. Pigs are not that small. Maybe he's a pig me. Or a wow. pig? Or like a... Well, we're out of time. Anyway, we moving on. We are out of time. We have no more time to record. Pygmy joke was the end of podcasting. You just go to hell. That was funny. No, it was not. We we just pulled our audience, and they said no. All right. So, episode nineteen is the first part of like I guess the two part finale of season one. Yeah. Called Dreamscapers, right? Dreamscapers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Dreamscapers. It's possible. <laughs> Someone uh, fact checked me. I. This is the introduction of a legendary character. Yes, it is. All right. So, I again, I've never seen the show before, but I recognize the character. Uh, Bill? Bill. Bill Cypher. Yeah. Bill Cypher. Bill Cypher. All right. Um, I was excited as soon as I saw that he was going to be in it. I was like, oh, all right, finally. I get some other crack knuckles plot that I, I've been like, looking for. It's, it's def- that triangle thing. It definitely is when one of the shoe drops. One of the shoes drop it is him just kind of showing up. And I think when he steals the deer teeth... You kind of like get yeah. a little bit of a moment of like, uh. Yeah, that was creepy enough for me to be like, good at all. That does not look appealing. <laughs> yeah, but I really, yeah, cool. See, I kind of figured that he wasn't very good when he got summoned by little Gideon. <laughs> but he was in the book. Mm. Yeah, but, but when you get something. I have never encountered in fiction something good 
that is summoned through oh. a ritual. I thought you. Oh, I'm, I misheard. I thought you were saying he wasn't like office. a serious threat because he was summoned by Gideon. Oh no 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 oh, okay. no no! Okay, I'm talking yeah. about this is this is not a good. I knew he wasn't a good thing because he got summoned through. Oh a yeah, ritual. he like spoke in tongues to get him to come out. That was yeah. so weird. Yeah, and, and his like, like eyes went and ooh. Like he just eventually just, just decides it's uh, it's too much. We're going. We gotta you gotta pull out all the stops to try and get the, like the deed. It, all it needed was a blood ritual, and it would have been uh, no, marked all the T's. But like he shows up with a lot of pomp and circumstance, and Seuss and Mabel are kind of like, ooh, okay, uh, somebody raised their game, and. It's also at the same time when uh, Dipper is kind of having some doubts about Stan and, you know, how much Stan really cares or respects him. Oh, poor Dipper. Sad Dipper. Yeah. Because Dipper's been getting the shaft a little bit recently. That makes sense. Observant Dipper. Yeah. And then they go inside of Stan's head for this episode to go chase after Bill, who's, like, going and searching through his mind to go and find uh, the codes to the safe to get the deed for the mystery shack. And guess who's there? Who's there? Xyler and Crass. (laughs) Oh, the, oh, those yeah. names. <laughs> Zyler. Ooh, Zyler. Zyler. It's such a great... If I had to make up a name for it, <laughs> a, a VHS heartthrob, Zyler. Could it, no one could do better than Zyler. Yeah. Nope. I, I think my... Arm my, throne! <laughs> right after those, my favorite appearance of... Seuss. You want an arm throne, bro? <laughs> then you get arm kitty cannons. Yes! yes. That, like, I can make my hands into kittens <laughs> Yes. And shoot them at people. <laughs> so, what are the most ominous things that Bill does in this? I definitely think Deer Teeth is high. Oh, up that's there. terrifying! It, just something about <laughs> it was just so horrific. weird. Uh, I think the way the animation works on on Bill's face as he's talking about it, there's like a weird. It's not all just animated. It's yeah. some of it's like footage that's that's rendered in a weird way. Uh, and his voice gets very strange in at least two different parts in it. There's something about this villain that even if I didn't know, I don't know what's happening, but I know that he appears more than once uh, and is like a reoccurring thing, a theme in the show. And something about the way he does his intro in this makes me like, damn, this is memorable. Where the gremlin goblin thing, I'm like, yeah, that's just a joke. Or even, yeah, or even the gnomes where I, I know they come back. I'm like, ah, yeah, it doesn't really matter. They're just gnomes. Yeah. Even Gideon. Gideon is a, a jerk and s- disgusting, but he's like on the human level of, I get his motivation. They're petty and stupid, but I get it. Bill is just weird, and I like that. Yeah. And I, I, he's very intimidating, and whenever he has a mood change, it's very stark, and it's, uh, it's again, very threatening. And him like pretending to be Seuss for a small amount of time, that, I don't know, that hits pretty hard when, like, that suddenly changes and Seuss shows up and, like, it takes a beat for everyone to be like, wait, what? Because <laughs> he just keeps talking, like, oh, hey! <laughs> but it's still, like, it's also cool, like, going through Stan's mind and, like, A, seeing clips of older episodes uh, and B, just kind of, like, just checking stuff out. Like, again, all the stuff about his past and and even... And just... C, feeding himself food into his belly in the bathroom. Yeah, that was that was funny. <laughs> Hey, Tommy. <laughs> I don't see what's funny about that. It was it's endearing, scary. and also like if you found your great uncle doing that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty. It like... was horrifying for them as children. <laughs> but again, going back to Dipper uh, has that moment where he thinks like, "Oh, Stan doesn't care about me or wants to get rid of me," and then like he's immediately kind of like, oh, "I don't care. Like I'll let the whole let the shack go. Let like let Gideon win. I don't care anymore." Because, you know, Stan doesn't care about me. 
Um, which we then learn, of course, that's not the case at all. Like, Stan talks about his past and how he's like, you know, oh, man, when I was younger, I was like, I was like Dipper. Everything was like, you know, people were making fun of me and thought I wouldn't amount to anything. Uh, but, you know, my father was always kind of a little tough on me to just try and, like, get me to, you know, push that much harder. To, like, you know, left hook! And, like, yeah. that was... That was great. I don't know why. I love Left Hook. That got me laughing every time. I found this very touching, even though, like, on the surface of I'm trying to toughen you up, kid, doesn't feel like something I would normally find touching in most situations. I think that's why you have to have a, an episode within a character's memories. Yeah. Because I get to see where he came from. Mm-hmm. Any other situation where, like, uh, an older family member tries to toughen up a kid, that can read as being still jerk. Right, very jerky. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but in this case, it did not. It, it it read as touching for me, and I think it's a clever way to to get over that hump is by showing everything from his viewpoints and his memories, Stan's memories. Because you viewpoints. get to realize that he sees so much of himself in Dipper, and then he does give Dipper the winning advice of like, "You're the dream space, man. You can just do whatever you want. I can make a soda. See, there it is. Hooray!" And then they all go fight Bill. And then Bill also does some cool stuff in that final fight, too. Uh, if we can uh, go over to some favorite moments. Like, the English Bulldog is hysterical and evil and scary at the same time. Anybody else got one? Uh, was Eileen and Crass are my favorite moments of things that you could just <laughs> Arm make happen. Yeah. Arm yeah. Is, it was beautiful. Dual kitty cannon. Like I said before, it's like, how do you beat that? Apparently you don't. Nope. Um, so yeah, it feels sort of like Cy- uh, the cipher Bill uh, Siler. <laughs> oh, also we were missing the point where he calls everyone like, "Hey, question mark, pine tree, and, and uh, shooting star." Like, uh, like. That's- yeah, I love that he called them by the symbols that I had used to promote this podcast. <laughs> Not quite aware, but James had suggested them, and Michelle was like, "Yeah, those are the ones." Did you did you know that we were calling out the four sim- symbols that? Bill mentions in this episode? No, I did, and I just knew that those were four main symbols of the main character. There's a lot of symbols. There's a lot of symbols that in this show that matter a lot, and like even when he's like disappearing and he has that ritual circle around him, like you see some of the symbols that we're seeing. So they're all going to come out, including a pair of glasses, which is a throwback. So everything's going to like hopefully come back at some point or another to tie into that. Shut up, everyone's going to come back. But pretty much, you know, you leave our uncle's brain alone, you isosceles monster. So, because I'm pretty right. sure that's her response at some point. It might have been after he is pointed he out isosceles? the... Is he isosceles? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah, because so, he's not even and he's not... He's not, even. He's not equilateral. Well, even if he was equilateral, he would still be isosceles. Yep. But if you're isosceles, that doesn't mean you're equilateral. Dang! Oh, geometry. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> What a non-threatening shape of a Actually, villain, though. Actually, I don't Just think that's correct. Oh, wait. Yep, I'm wrong. I'm yeah, dumb. Never mind. triangles have exactly <laughs> two sides. <laughs> a rectangle isn't a square, but a square is a rectangle. It doesn't yeah. work the same way with triangles because they only have three sides. Never mind. Scratch it off. Well. If we are done with favorite moments, I will move on to the cipher trivia. Uh, there are one, two, three. There are four in this episode, throughout the episode. We have oh. different things that are that show up that are in different codes. There's one that says, curse you, Marilyn. <laughs> I don't know who Marilyn is. The state. The state, yeah. No, it's not spelled like that. Oh, no. okay. That's yeah, she definitely never said a D. M-A-R-I-L-Y-N. Hmm. Pete is correct in this time. <laughs> in this timeline. In this timeline. <laughs> There's another one that says, to be continued. There's another one that says, 
Liar, monster, snappy dresser. And then lastly, during the, the end of the episode is next week, Xyler and Crass's Boat Excellent Radventure. <laughs> I, I would sh- watch that. I would watch that, too. I do like that they're like, well, I ever, like when Mabel's like, will I ever see you again? In your dreams, baby. <laughs> like, oh. oh, swoon. <laughs> Good line, man. Good line. <laughs> Well, I guess we got to move on to the novel. Yeah, all right. So episode 20, a.k.a. the uh, season finale of episode one. Or season one. Of season one. Uh, Gideon Rises. Our penultimate our pen- episode of the yeah. season, yeah. where yeah. everything just sort of comes to a head. Thank you for thinking of the word I was thinking of. No, no worries. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. But it's, it's interesting, because it just sort of like, it picks up right where the last episode left off, where Gideon just decides, F it, I'm going to go ahead and steal the deed out of the safe by whatever means necessary. Dynamite was yeah, his means. Essentially. <laughs> and you know, he tried he tried trickery, it didn't work, and this is the way he went. And they're in the worst spot they've been in all season, where everybody's just kind of living with Seuss and his grandma, who's adorable. His grandma <laughs> is a national treasure, and I've never met anyone who's vacuums walls so much. <laughs> and drapes. Yeah. And herself. And I also... Make me vacuum my face! Yep. <laughs> I like how Mabel brings back the grappling hook for, like, the first time since, like, episode one um, and tries to make it as useful as possible. I feel like that's the true sign that, like, nothing happens by accident in this show, that, like, everything kind of ties up. Yeah. Or, you know, at least they're going to reuse everything that they've used once. Just like the gnomes come back. Mm Mm-hmm. But I do like that this is everyone's kind of lowest point. Like, this is, like, things look pretty hopeless for them. Uh, Gideon seems to have absolutely won. He's got, like... The shack, and, um, you know, he's gotten the whole town against them because, hey, yes. you know, local, like, kind of cheat and huckster uh, stand pines that no one likes. And he has a Gundam now. And he has a Gundam now, yeah. No, he doesn't yet. Not at this episode. They're oh, building it. Yeah. 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 At the end of the episode, he gets it, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's... Uh, there's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of fun things in this episode, and this is where I think really the animation takes off. It's amazing. I agree. Uh, the the finale is just like a bunch of really cool action pieces that are are good. Is this this is full into the end? This is this is this wraps up with the uh, mech yeah. uh, coming alive in season atta- one, yeah, and fighting itself. Yeah, while they're like inside we, of its head. Yeah. Yeah. Which episode are we on again? Twenty. Twenty. Yeah, yeah, episode. that's what I thought. Okay. Okay. So uh, yeah. It's cool that there's all the stuff that happens, but I, this is I'm finally excited that this is a late to the party. Like I'm getting the, like, oh, I could see how this all how there is a narrative arc. Because all right, so the in, hidden in silhouette during most of this episode until he's revealed is McGuckin, who's working on the giant robot that is Gideon. And we've established one really fundamental thing about McGuckin when he first was introduced is he ju- builds giant robots to prove a point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, that is so unnecessary, but also so efficient because they could have just had like some masked henchman, somebody working for Gideon building a robot. Yeah. You know, nobody would have, I would have batted an eye. But to make it a reoccurring gag character. Who's really? already established as yeah. building yes. giant robots. It, it really is. It's little moments like that throughout this that I'm like, oh, wow, this is good. All right. you. This is definitely a labor of love for the people who worked on it. I was super upset because that's not how deeds work. Yeah, I said that out loud several times. Yeah, no. It's like, just because you hold that piece of paper doesn't mean you own the property. 
they, they there are of, names and signatures on that and piece I of paper. And I looked at it. That signature still said Stan. It, was, yeah. it wasn't like he even... I was like, oh, maybe they're going to you know, hand wave it away by saying that he forged Stan's signature. No. Nope. Yeah. Just has the deed. That's And they tried to get him arrested... Uh, in Dipper's defense, they do. They say, like, he stole the deed. Like, but like, I thought you gave it to the me. The cops are the unsung heroes of the series. I love those two cops. I know, they just right? Keep getting better. Yeah. I love them. You, have, you, have, you and I have very different different definitions of hero. But. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, no, literally, like so much. If they were competent, half the things in this show wouldn't happen, and we, yeah. like, it wouldn't be as fun. Hero as in driving force, because otherwise you have to argue, well, what does you holding the deed mean? Nothing. Oh, what, the cops are insane? That's why it works. <laughs> <laughs> or we could take a joyride in our brand new convertible. Mm. Every moment I spend with you is a treasure. <laughs> I love them. They're adorable and together. They're so good to each other. I love it. <laughs> They remind me of the two uh, southern sh- southern uh, cops in the critic, the episode where he's a uh, a truck driver. Oh, oh I, I remember that. I vaguely remember it. Like, tell me something. You heading to New York City? Or you're from New-, New York City? Oh yeah, there was a bunch of like them being very impressed like, with New York. Tell me something. They still got all them uh, nice galleries down Soho Way. Erudite, <laughs> yeah. cops. Yeah. Man, yeah. I, man, that's crazy that I actually remember that episode. But <laughs> I appreciate that they had the uh, the, the whittle uh, handcuffs for Whittle Giddy. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. like you know the ones they literally had to do with their two fingers. I like that Gideon had like the uh, the motion sensors all around him and stuff. I thought that was like when he got yeah, in. Yeah, that was stuff. clever. Yeah, the the, the, the mocap way mo-cap of controlling the robot. Yeah. Like, oh hey, it's Pacific Rim. Oh, was it years movie. before? No, I don't think it was that, that long before. I think it was between the two. Yeah. Oh, also, like I, we don't have much of a B plot technically, but we have a lot of just stand moments which act as a B plot. Mm-hmm. It's mostly the twins kind of uh, dealing with stuff and trying to get uh, Gideon. But Stan winds up kind of like turning everyone against him at the end because he's. It was Stan who comes at the end and kind of gets everyone against Gideon's because he's working on his B plot stuff, which all has to do with his hearing aid and just him having all those really personal moments of just like, oh, I failed. I, you know, uh, I'm out of the shack. Everything's Stan's gone. depression. Yep. But it works. It works because, like, I think it works as a pretty decent kind of uh, side plot to everything else. Is just him dealing with the, uh, you know, just trying to come to terms with losing. But like, oh no, I can do this. They're certainly building a lot of support for a character that they're also building a lot of mistrust for. Yep. Uh, so yeah, the big part of this is that uh, Gideon has been looking for book number one because he has book number two and it's safe to assume that there was just a book number one out there they'll help him o- open a portal to whatever or ultimate to get power ultimate power yeah whatever and the whole time which i did not expect to do in this cartoon i was watching as gideon was gaining uh getting uh, uh dipper's book and like it falls out of dipper's pocket and lands like cover down and I'm like oh he doesn't see that it's actually book number three he doesn't see that it's book number three and a weird little aside I've 100% had this happen to me in collecting where like I go out to get like I have volume two of I think it was a volume two of like the Wizard of Oz that collected all the Frank Baum stories and I find it was a leather bound volume two and I'm like I'm gonna get volume one because I need this. I want to get the full set. So I find it and I get it on eBay and I snipe it. And I finally get low. And then I find out, oh, it's one of three. I'm like, you son of a... Ow! <laughs> and this is even worse because he gets he gets the book and he takes it home and it turns out to be three. Interesting. So the whole plot that the, these books mean something 
Frank, I had to say, I, I, I sympathize with you so much because that's happened to me so many times with buying old VHSs at Goodwill. Oh, yeah. That's You that's think you tragic. buy Pokemon the movie? You open it up and it's just Pokemon episodes. Oh, what is the point even? God. Or worse, it's someone's home movie. Yeah. Or up. No, those are great. Home movies are great. I will yeah. always Original those. commercials. You yeah. open it up and you realize it's a VHS. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I assume. Like, uh, I can't play this. No, uh, but yeah. yeah it's the, actually and, a Betamax. And this oh builds up, of course, to uh, Uncle, uh, Uncle Stan getting all three books, which I knew was coming. At that point, I was screaming at my... My screen, like I was watching in the usual suspects, and this was Kaiser Soze's reveal, and I just figured it out. I'm like, he's gonna go to the, he's gonna go to the secret room, and he's going three. I tell my wife, and she's like, yeah, hon, I know, yeah, because he does suddenly. What the hell else was behind that vending machine? Yeah, nothing. Because he, he tried to even say something in one of the episodes. He's like, oh yeah, or when they were in his brain. And, yeah. and and there was like a secret like door or whatever, and they went and opened it. And it was like, oh, nobody knows about my secret behind my vending boring. machine. Oh, that's boring. Close. We don't want that. Yeah, yeah. I, <gasps> that really frustrated me in the other episode. I thank God it was only one episode of suspense before they get. If only they, they knew it. that in here I have behind that vending machine I have. Like, yeah. Yes. But yeah, a, a lot of fun things, and, and finally, there is an arc at the end of season one. I see that there is an arc. Yep. I see the horizon, as it were. It's it's just a cool ending, though, where he like sets all the books up together, and like you, like it's the most determined we've ever seen Stan. Really, like when it's not, especially when it's not concerning money. He's just like, finally, we have them all, and it's just, what the heck are you doing, my dude? I feel like you know, like it's a good triple ending, almost like where you get like the beating of the monster and him and Gideon getting arrested, and then you know. The the evil stad pulling the books away. Did anybody else notice that like there was pretty much a stan in drag in the background when Gideon was getting arrested? No, no. Yeah, yeah. It's like straight up like exact same face with uh, long hair and like like a. Is this just like an animation thing that they had in there? Uh, yeah, I mean it might have been lazy animation and like they had I the character design already, but at like this level. Yeah, that, interesting. Let's see if we could screen grab that later on. And, and, and I don't know. The people that have watched this before don't seem to think it's that important. So. Yeah, there's a little bit of that. Thanks for pointing that out. But Well, hey, that's what I'm here for. Well, uh, Ruin the mystery. I, I wasn't really trying for something important. I just thought it was hysterical that there was uh, an elderly uh, female Stan. Huh. How do you know she's elderly? Oh, man, we've forgotten the last episode about like Stan's date <laughs> with Lacey Susan. Oh, <laughs> oh! What was it? Something excuse? Uh, Gen- non-specific, oh. non-specific excuse. excuse. Crash. Why did he have to knock things over? I don't know if that helped. That anything. was the excuse. Yeah. Oh. oh my god. Like Mabel just watching that being like, "Ooh, spicy!" Oh, never mind. Not so spicy. So <laughs> I, I don't know, Pete. Since you're probably the only one here who hasn't already watched this, uh, do you suspect ill intent from Stan? Oh yeah, I, I said that last week. I'm very worried that Grunkle Stan is going to be evil. I uh, my my uh, my my fears were not assuaged. Yeah, definitely. If anything, it sets it up more. But yeah. I actually don't. I feel like we're definitely being led down to the path of I don't trust him. But there's too much niceness in Stan for it to be as straightforward as he's bad. Yeah, because especially what happened. Well, you've with- seen this, so shut up. So <laughs> I'm talking to yeah. Pete. <laughs> On this episode of Near Mint. No, I'm sorry. But yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's best that we just... I mean, I, I, I can see him being bad, but not thoroughly evil. Sure. Yeah, you that's know? possible. It's, it's like, okay, the bad guy that... Uh, I, I, uh, 
this little kid is cute. He reminds me of me. I want to help him a little bit. That's true. Not enough to foil my plans, but... Mm, I guess we'll have to watch to find out. I don't think so. I'll just ask the people that know. Guys, what happens? (laughs) No, don't! That was a lie. (laughs) I can definitely say from... uh, I remember watching it when I was uh, in your guys' shoes and not having... uh, I definitely remember having... uh, watch this uh that scene and like not knowing what was what was to come i was definitely where you guys were where i was thinking like he's not going to be the big mwahaha villain of the series but i think he's up to something bad or nefarious that the kids are going to either have to like you know talk him out of or hug it out or something that's going to be like no uncle stan like this is like the community is important or anything or just don't do this um but it's I don't know. Like, we'll, we'll definitely see, we'll, you guys will figure it out eventually. Yeah, I love how Grappling Hook came back in and yeah. and Sneaky Basement. Yeah, and and, and gnomes. gnomes. The yeah. gnomes was great. Also, what was going on with the squirrels? No, <laughs> you don't want to know. This is a kids' cartoon. <laughs> it's like what did he, was he say? Taking a bath. He said he told the one. What was he named? No, you, you, no, 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 not Schmebulock. One of the swirls. He's like, you can take a break. No, yeah. The rest of you, though, get back to it. <laughs> Schmabulock. Is that all you could say? Schmabulock. That uh, second Schmabulock was actually no, <laughs> but we'll never know. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, we went through all our favorite moments, right? We yeah, got all I think those. so, definitely. All right. We got, we got a lot of uh, cipher trivia again. Yeah, hit me with ciphers. We have one that says, Bill is watching. <gasps> no, yeah. he's not. We have another one that says, reverse the ciphers. Oh. Which, watching is Bill? Watching is Bill. <gasps> So the next one is don't eat him. So him eat don't. <laughs> or him do eat her. Don't. Also. Oh. And then our last one is a mouthful. So the portal when completed will open a new gateway to infinite new worlds and herald a new era in mankind's understanding of the universe. Plus it will probably get girls to start talking to me finally. Nice. Nice. I'm excited to see what happens in season two, and if there's any furthering of the plots. Uh, there definitely will. Oh be. yeah, I'm don't going worry. to assume there won't. What's a plot? What's a plot? Oh boy. What's a plot. podcast? Good night, plot everybody. Plot. Jesus. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Please like and subscribe to us on your favorite podcatcher app. Join the discussion over on our Discord or Facebook fan club, and please support us on our Patreon. This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablawi. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com.